The digital euro is on the move. Yesterday, the Governing Council of the ECB approved the opening of the preparation phase. It will be a journey, and we will walk the journey together with the legislator. All European institutions will be involved to make sure that Europe is equipped with the currency of the future. Cash is here to stay. You will have all options, cash and digital cash. So what does it mean for you? For consumers, it would be free and easy to use everywhere in the euro area. All of that, of course, is subject to the legislative process. Cash or digital, the choice will be yours. We tend to establish the equivalence with cash, uh, and there is a huge difference there. Uh, for example, in cash, uh, we don't know, for example, who's using a $100 bill today. We don't know who is using a 1,000 peso bill today. Uh, a key difference in, with the CBDC is that central bank will have absolute control on the rules and regulations that will determine the use of that uh, expression of central bank liability. And also, we will have the technology to enforce that. Those, are, those two issues are extremely important, and that makes a huge difference with respect to what, to what cash is. Hoping people wake up enough to at least slow it down. Because yeah. people are pushing in a very obvious and very specific direction. They want digital currency, centralized digital currency that they control, and they want to get everybody on a social credit score system. They're probably connected to some sort of a vaccine app. Or if you want to travel around, all they would need is another pandemic to try to push that shit through. And we're already talking about that. It's very spooky. The whole thing is so scary because it was effective. It was effective and very, very financially effective. I mean, they made a lot of fucking money. Yeah. And if they could do something similar again and then clamp down more on people, that's what scares me. This, this talk of centralized digital currency, that's what they have in China. If, they, if you fuck up in China and you get a bad social credit score because you tweeted something they didn't like, well, now you can't buy a plane ticket. Now you can't buy a car. Now, yeah. you, now you can't get a loan. Now you can't do something. You, you step the fucking line and people self-censor. Mm -hmm. They don't want to be a part of that. Now they got you. God gave me the weapon with a hundred rounds in a chamber.
the day before the Lewiston, Maine massacre, Mother Jones ran a story on banning AR-15s. Within hours after the massacre involving an AR-15, Kamala Harris wanted our guns. Once again, routine gatherings, this time at a bowling alley and a restaurant, have been turned into scenes of horrific carnage. And let us be clear, it does not have to be this way. As our friends in Australia have demonstrated. The Australian example reveals that after the horrific Port Arthur shooting that killed 35 people, the Australians confiscated firearms. The propaganda would tell you that no mass shootings have occurred since. However, 24 mass shootings have occurred in Australia since 1996. Take away the guns because less guns will equal, will equal uh, less mass shooting. Well, that's a problem because as we've seen in Australia, Guy, throw that article up from the Australia Institute, Australia, colon, more guns now than before Port Arthur. New research from the Institute finds that there are more guns in Australia now than there were before the Port Arthur massacre and introduction of strict gun control. So just to be clear, if your article is that, well, there are less mass shootings now because we took the guns, then your argument is actually the opposite because you're arguing that more guns equal less mass shooting. How are they arguing that? Because there's more guns. Reminder, the Second Amendment isn't about weapon type or caliber or hunting. It is about protecting American citizens from a tyrannical government and at the very least protecting themselves from a mass shooter released by our government. Nerves are rattled right now. Keeping an eye on the woods. Because I know those woods down there, they go run right back here. And I got my daughter inside. How old, your daughter? How old is your daughter? She's 10 years old. Has there ever been a more poignant time for the Second Amendment than right now? An internal memo obtained by Newsmax, the San Diego Field Office of Customs and Border Protection writes, quote, San Diego Field Office Intelligent Unit assesses that individuals inspired by or reacting to the current Israel-Hamas conflict may attempt travel to or from the area of hostilities in the Middle East via circuitous transit across the southwest border. The memo continues, foreign fighters motivated by ideology or mercenary soldiers of fortune may attempt to obfuscate travel to or from the U.S. or to or from countries in the Middle East through Mexico. The memo comes as this weekend, Customs and Border Protection released its final figures for fiscal year 2023, showing 172 suspected terrorists. That's the highest number ever. In this heightened environment, there's no question we're seeing an increase in reported threats, and we've got to be on the lookout, especially for loan actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence of their own. But the O'Biden installation presses on. As Reuters reported, the U.S. has stopped issuing export licenses for most civilian firearms and ammunition for 90 days for all non-governmental users, citing national security and foreign policy interests and that the risk of firearms being diverted to entities or activities that promote regional instability, violate human rights, or fuel criminal activities. Exporters can continue to submit license requests during the pause, but they will be held without action until that pause is lifted. The Commerce Department declined to comment beyond the posting on its website. Sure, not exporting guns and ammunition to our enemies makes sense, but there are more layers to this. The edict creates a chilling effect on American gun shops as their primary source of revenue is exports. A loophole 
ultimately designed to put scores of small business gun owners out of business, sending a rippling effect caused by shortages among supporters of the Second Amendment and those simply utilizing their God-given right to self-defense. John Bounds, 40. I'm your host, Alex Jones. We'll be live here on my broadcast for the next four hours in the war room. We have one of the guest hosts will be here because Owen Troyer is still in solitary confinement for no reason after being thrown into federal prison for free speech. According to the judge in his sentencing statement and documents, that's just par for the course in our wonderful free nation. And of course, it, it's it's... It's silly on the surface, but anything that draws attention to the fact that we're in World War III and it's accelerating towards nuclear war. The globalists aren't just trying to start World War III. Almost every mainline analyst even calls this World War III. The question is, when, if, how will this go nuclear? So, let's get serious. When I just opened the show up with something that is completely massive and absolutely confirmed and just put it out there without any fanfare, no one cares. But when I build it up, at least for a segment or two, people pay attention. The audience gets excited. You look at what I'm going to present. I'll tell you what I believe is going to happen, and I'll present the evidence. Then you make it go viral. And we have stopped or slowed down many of the globalist operations doing this. We have millions of viewers that tune in live. Tens of millions more conservatively watch large clips and sections of the show every day. And then tens of millions of others watch shorter clips. So we're reaching conservatively 30, 40 million people a day with our content. But most of them are getting a minute or two. And that's why listeners going and getting clips that they think are pertinent, putting them out on whether it's Rumble or whether it's Gab or whether it's Truth Social or whether it's Twitter or you can even do it on Instagram or Facebook because there's so many of you, they can't stop you. It's having a huge effect. And the, crit and, and the credit really goes to you. So I, right before I went live, I wrote the headline for the show. And I was just sitting here as we went live and, and I realized that that headline's not strong enough. And the headline is, the globalists are desperate to accelerate World War III ahead of the mass awakening to their poison shots in an attempt to bring in global permanent emergency and martial law. But it's even more serious than that. And uh, during the next break, I I'm going to try to maybe go update the headline. But I mean, this is so bad that I don't even have words to describe how bad it is. And I really mean it. And I, and I believe this, these things are going to happen. I'm going to talk about it. Now, that said, back in, uh, what was it? Back in uh, August, I said by mid-September, they're going to try to bring back COVID protocols. And then right away, you saw them try to bring them back. But, but because of this audience, the fact that you got those clips to go viral and Jack Posobiec and people like Mike Cernovich boosted the information day one. And then a lot of other journalists, people like Dale Bigtree reached out to his contacts. They said, yeah, we've been told they're going to try to bring it back in the next few months too. Because obviously it was true what my intel was telling me. And then they, they tried to roll it out right after I talked about it. It, it formed opposition up front to call it out. So they couldn't incrementally roll it out. 
And, and that's one of the biggest victories we've ever had. And, and they're still trying to bring it in, but people are really not buying. They, they really tried hard. And we've gotten in a couple of months since they rolled out the new COVID boosters, it was 2% of taking it. Now 3.2% of Americans have taken the poison shot. A little higher for children because pediatricians are secretly paid. It's now out in the public. Hundreds of thousands of dollars to just inject a few hundred children under the age of two. There's a bounty on them. So we haven't totally defeated it, but it, it'd be 20 times worse right now if you hadn't listened to me and hadn't taken action. So you see the stickers they put everywhere where it's Biden pointing. He says, I did that. People stick them on gas pumps and they share the meme everywhere when bad things are happening. Well, you did that. You, the audience of activists, get the credit. Not me with the whistleblowers and you know putting the news out and, and, and even folks magnifying it. At the end of the day, it's because you got excited and you, and you said no, hell no. They had to back off greatly. And there's been a lot of big COVID developments. The FDA just came out and said, don't take the new COVID booster with the flu shot. It may give you a stroke or heart attack. How big is that? I mean, we knew that before they rolled the damn thing out. So I'm prefacing what I'm saying with, we can stop the global martial law plan. But if you think COVID was bad, if you think COVID was out of control, this is going to dwarf it. And, and I'm not criticizing whoever made the thumbnail, but ask Rob do to change it. If uh, you go to band.video, I asked the archivist on Friday to find it. He did find it by Saturday. And I told him to not make it too lengthy, so it's only seven minutes long. You get about a two-hour long clip tape of, of me going back over three years ago saying, once you take the shots, they're going to cause heart attacks, myocarditis, blood clots, all the rest of it, strokes. And then they're going to have a huge war and inflation and financial collapse as the cover when hundreds of millions start dying from the shots, according to the rodent studies. Because a few of the rodents in the studies, because they did test this shot on rats. Yeah, the, the, there's the headline. But, but the thumbnail's like it's Halloweeny and funny. I want the headline serious. It says, War and Terrorism After COVID. The COVID cover-up program, Wars and Terrorist Attacks. And we could probably just make the headline a, a little better. I'm not putting it down. It, it, it needs to be Alex Jones. Another Alex Jones prediction comes true. Uh, wars, Financial Collapse, Terrorism to Cover-Up COVID Deaths. Or, you know what? Just leave the headline like it is. The point is, is, is that there's video in January of 2020 in that clip where I said they're going to use this to bring in UN control, UN regulations, UN treaties. This is in January. And then they're going to use war, terror, and financial collapse. Once you find out they created the virus, and once you find out the shots they're going to give you are going to kill you. I just know the enemy. I eat, drink, and sleep this. And, and, I mean, I'm going to be completely serious about you. I used to only dream and REM sleep the last hour of sleep like most people do. I now dream for eight hours. I'll go to bed at 10 o'clock, wake up at 11, huge dreams. Go to bed again, wake up at 3 a.m., huge dreams. Go back to sleep, wake up at 5 a.m. after huge dreams. And all I dream about now, basically, is wargaming all this. It's, I mean, I'm literally at work while I'm asleep constantly 
I mean, I've just, I've just shifted into a mode, and that's how I know all this stuff. Because the subconscious is much more powerful than the conscious. My subconscious is totally turned over to beatings, people. And that's where we're getting all this advanced intel. We'll be right back. Stay with us. Now, there's a lot of reasons they launched the attacks to begin depopulation, to corrupt the medical system, to further collapse Main Street, to vertically integrate and consolidate power into the big BlackRock companies. They doubled their wealth. The public lost half their wealth uh, during the whole COVID tyranny. And they plan to, of course, bring that back and have the UN treaty moving forward. They're trying to cram down right now uh, that takes full control of your body, sets up more of these emergency centers around the world, the lock up dissidents ahead of the next virus that Fauci was on TV two weeks ago again, making around. So was Tedros of the World Health Organization saying new viruses are imminent. Remember, he said that in 2017 about Trump. He will be challenged by a new novel virus, probably out of China. They also said on C-SPAN that same year, at a different roundtable of events, he was at, we played clips many times here, that a new virus like the bird flu out of China would be used to blow up the old regulatory system and just allow drug companies to roll out anything they want untested. So here we are, ladies and gentlemen. This is where we stand right now. You have a giant financial bubble of quadrillions and quadrillions of fake dollars that the private central banks, the private owners, European Central Bank, our Federal Reserve, it's private, and they have been giving unlimited money to themselves to buy up the economy, to buy up the infrastructure, to buy up the politicians, to buy up the influencers, to engage in hundreds of billions of dollars. Uh, just in the U.S. alone, in lawfare, uh, to shut down any populace or anybody that's half sane uh, that challenges their, their barbaric takeover. And we're now on the complete precipice. So it was very clear to me when they created the virus and released it, we knew day one it was man-made. Top universities around the world scanned it, said, no, it's, it's man-made, five viruses put together, 100% confirmed. And then it turned out they were working on those very viruses at Wuhan, including COVID-19. And we have the documents that they even called it COVID-19 a year before they released it. And then when we got the documents and had the top scientists on about rat studies and other mammal studies they'd done with mRNA shots for uh, SARS and, and for the bird flu, that it would, when they created the spike protein, it would then cause blood clots myocarditis, strokes, heart attacks, you name it. But it also attacks fertility. So then I said to myself, how will they roll something out this devastating? And in their own war games, the SPARS 2025-2028 document, and in the John Hopkins Rockefeller Foundation document, Operation Lockstep, they even predicted there'd be giant political upheaval once the public discovered that the shots were making people sick and erasing their immune systems. That's why when General Flynn three years ago saw our presentation on the SPARS document with the UN and John Hopkins and the rest of them in the Pentagon, he was the former head of defense intelligence, former chief national security advisor. He went, oh my God, Jones is dead on in that three-hour emergency show he did that, thank God, went viral thanks to you getting it out. And he said, this is a war game so that they can 
have the attack plan, but if they get caught with it by other branches of government or private corporations, they say, oh, no, 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 no. This is just a drill. So let's go back to the FDA October 2000 document, months before they rolled the shots out, saying, we believe the list of adverse reactions would be myocarditis, blood clots, heart attacks, strokes, and a whole bunch of other things. So in the SPARS document, it's really set in the year 2020, 2023. And it's a battle plan for the years we're in now. And by the third year, it com comes out completely that it causes heart attacks and strokes and then will cause civil unrest. And they even show example tweets they would release during the pandemic that are almost 100% the same. They just change the acronyms and switch them around. So this is a battle plan that they then decode for each launch phase of their operation. It's like George Washington had his codes that went out and you had to decode them and then you could read it. So when General Flynn saw it, he said, yeah, we're dead on. But that's three years ago. It was a question, were they actually doing it? <clears throat> now we know they did. So they consciously tested this for decades. Obama then weaponized it, decided to go with it in 2015. But all these scientists blew the whistle. So they moved the weapon project from Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and the University of Texas, Galveston, and University of Baylor um, in Waco, they were all involved, along with several other universities. I was saying three of them. There was about 10 involved. They were the lead groups. They, they moved the project to Wuhan. They had plausible deniability when they released it. They were planning to get Hillary in, and then she would use it to bring in permanent martial law, but they got Trump instead. So it didn't go quite the way they wanted So their plan was somewhat successful, consolidating power, almost got the world ID in, helping them get their world UN treaty, but they haven't gotten exactly what they wanted. So they're gearing up and telling you it's about to happen again. But I believe, and I know that if we get enough friction on this, enough legislatures, enough governors, enough attorney generals, enough senators at the federal level aware of this, to speak about it, the globalists may back off because they need to have plausible deniability and don't want people to know that we've actually deciphered their coded battle manuals and their entire attack plan. So that's where we are. Now, now here's the rest of the story. You heard myself, and you've heard Tucker Carlson, and you've heard Jack Posobiec and Steve Bannon and a lot of other people say in the last six months, it's very clear that they're looking to suspend the 2024 election that's only 12 months away. 12 months and a few days. And that to do that, they're going to need a giant war. Now, here's the key. They know the big bubble is, about, is already popping. It's not about to pop. It's already popped. Look at real estate. Look at inflation. Look at all of what's happened. Look at interest rates going up. But still, inflation goes up. The worst case scenario. So they need the world to be in a giant crisis and all tribal, everybody divided into their groups so that the globalists can pose as the saviors during these regional cascading domino effect wars that will lead into a full-scale World War III. Now, World War III, I believe, if you want to talk about it, really began when Russia invaded Ukraine in February a year and a half ago, or a little bit more than a year and a half ago. And then now with Israel 
and all the provocative moves there and the way the Western media is playing both sides, it's designed to create maximum division and to get the other Middle Eastern countries involved to attack Israel. And then the United States is going to go fully into the Middle East. That's already being prepared. It's already planned on. And then I'm going to tell you the rest of the story when we come back. So this is full world war and then martial law here domestically, food rationing and everything else, and we'll never come out of it. And they're going to arrest all their political opposition, death camps, everything. The end of everything you know is now here. You can feel wings of death flapping around you. The end of the age. Thermonuclear war. Bio war. Mass starvation. The end of civilization as we know it. It has been initiated. They want 90% of us dead within seven years. This is just the beginning. Every day could be our last year, my friends. But I'm going to stay at my post and go down with the ship. You have a chance to avert this. The globalists are invoking the Bible and twisting prophecy and saying that revelation is now being fulfilled and that then a leader will appear the Messiah save us. The first Messiah that appears in this time is the Antichrist, the counterfeit. It's very clear. I'm not just speculating now. I told you with 100% precision how they lay this out. Wars, economic collapse, world ID, UN treaty, race war, Food supply being cut off, energy being cut off. Just like the shot and the release of the virus had to be covered up with wars, the food collapse that's already been put into motion, the dominoes have already been knocked over. Use the Viva Vendetta video where he hits the first domino and then it starts hitting the thousands of others. It, the dominoes are about 10% down right now, and now they're accelerating out. So here we are. We're back again. We're pulling together another another report, and we're going to do our best just to collate and compile all the information and data and the news together in the best way that we can, and to give our, our truthful and heartfelt analysis about what's really going on in the world and how things are unfolding. And I think you can see that everything has been staged quite intentionally and quite effectively for the, or by all reports, will ultimately be a breathtaking and unrecoverable takedown of America. A technical, engineered, carefully placed detonation and precision demolition of this entire northern continent, North American continent here. And it's been very effectively keyed up. So the, the planning stages, I think we spent ma very many years watching this whole process get spun up entirely so that we were carefully and diligently reporting uh, all through the, the... And of course, as events are changing, so we're not in a static place. Technology is changing. We used to have AOL dial-up modems. Right? Remember we had to... That's how we were online. We didn't... You know, whenever somebody had a flip phone, it was like crazy. Like, wow, must be a lawyer. And we moved on down the line technologically to where eventually Obama was just giving out smartphones. It was the CIA. We're going to track you with the RFID chip in the smartphone and, and you know, track your texts. And my, right? it, was, it was so important for them to proliferate and blow up this technological advantage of having us all here holding our smart. Are you holding your smartphone? Me too. And here we are. We're, we're sitting here in, in, imprisoned with our little technological AI 
watching turnkey prison guard, right? We got our, you got your, you got your Samsung, you got your Apple iPhone prison guard watching you, right? Watching everything. You can't, you can't leave it on the table and walk away. Oh, run back and get it. Carry it with you everywhere. Let it know all of your deepest, most secret and inward private conscience, right? Just reveal all that. Spill the beans, man. And we have to watch as we're sitting here looking because we're, you know, this historical advance, innovations and the developments of these technological imprisonment was happening over the last couple of decades. And uh, we could observe it coming into place. We could we see it well. We could notice it very clearly that we're in this technological revolution. We have no idea where it leads or where the next uh, developments and inventions, innovations and processor speeds and these these labs would use different molecules, right? Different particles on the atomic chart to achieve different, you know, levels of heat or reduced heat in circuitry or speeds or reduced speeds in the transmission of this technology, wireless technology. I mean, it's practically miraculous. Once they dumb down a few more generations of us, uh, surface dwellers, I think it'll be easy for them to, you know, throw us back into the Stone Age and just have us living in the caves. You can chase us around with direct energy weapons, right, of the gods. And they could have us uh, totally ignorant of what's even going on. We could be back to worshiping the sun and the moon here pretty pretty shortly. We'll make uh, drums out of caribou hides and we'll, we'll beat our religious ecstasy drums with bones for our drumsticks. And so I think they don't have any problem just wiping out the remnant of humanity here that kind of has the ability to remember what was going on. I think for a long time they're developing all this incredible, remarkable breakthrough technology for every user out there. Right? That was the that was the kind of the shape and the topological philosophy of of the development of technology. It's there for you to to help you in your life. It's there to help you in your life. It's just a new form of a pony whip for your cart and buggy, right? Right? You just you, you need some kind of like you need some kind of technological handle on that, right? You, you need to make choices, commercial choices about the products you're going to use to make your life better, right? What kind of saddle you might you need? A, that's that's the extent of your technology, right? Kind of an advanced saddle for your horse. The next generation, the cutting edge saddle technology. Now we go uh, with this kind of like marketing platform in mind, trying to sell goods and services to people, capitalism, and enter in this next level technological revolution where now the, the pony the pony whips that you could buy to uh, help direct your, your horses uh, to pull your cart into town have now become so, have built, have developed such user dependency so that the, uh, the, the human operator and user of the technology is now totally enslaved. And you can see that the developers of the technology no longer wish to create for us and manufacture in in their facilities wonderful communication devices that help us all to live better lives and to help us all be freed from the difficulty of not being able to call each other whenever we feel like it. Instantaneous wireless communication at any time. It's just such a remarkable breakthrough. really helps people. That's what the plan is here, right? It's to help people. That's why we do all this. That's why we go to all this extent and fly these satellites into orbit put man into into space international space station right it's all just to help we're just trying to help people you don't have no way to call each other to call that's it the whole plan it's simple just 911 man if you've got any problems you just punch 911 we'll be there to help you real quick 
It can save a life. This technology is saving lives. Let's be real. And then therein lies the rub. The rub for these guys. They have all these people here, these revolutionary forces swirling, these human resources and laborers wandering around with no jobs now. Hey, shit, they've been replaced with robotic apps on the internets, right? And then you have all these people, we're just bringing them in. All these foreigners anywhere in the world. You want to come in? You don't need a pat down or a metal detector. Hell no. Got a big bag of drugs? That's fine. Bring it right on in. We'll put you up in the hotel room. You want to go stay in New York City? You seen it in the movies? Like with Spider-Man? Well, guess what? Egyptian fella with no wife or kids? You can go live in New York City. And the American people will pay for it for you because it's all just to help people. We just want to make their lives better. We want to give them an Obama phone. We just want them to have the technology they need to just call each other whenever they want. And we'll watch them. We'll watch their their interactions. We'll, We'll know everything they say and everything you say. Everything everyone says. You see what I mean? You see how they've ri- the technological platforms, the tech giants, the tech elites have risen to this place of ubiquitous, omniscient, unassailable, absolute power, right? What do they need borders for? Why do they want people to have to have to check in at and, and show an ID? Like they, they know who everybody is. They can see it. They can see all the little blips on the map there moving around. They can watch our, our devices. They can just see it everywhere it goes. And even when you hide it in a special bag, they can see that too. And then you got to take it out of the special bag to use it and actually link it up to the system. And it's just going to record where, where you come back online at and all the data that was waiting to transmit will then transmit. And you're not hiding nothing, bro. Not hiding nothing. Not hiding nothing. You're not, you're not getting out of the, the, the digital prison that they already descended on you. And you can't see it or understand it yet. You can't figure out how they bricked you in yet. You can't follow how they, they, they walled you up. <laughs> oh, man. Right? You can't really detect it because it seems like, well, I got this cash here in my pocket. I can call somebody on my phone whenever I want. And, you know, everything seems to be just working out just fine. The biometric data that keeps you a good law-abiding citizen safe everywhere you go. You scan your eye. You scan your fingerprint. You show your... Uh, your biometric card data, and you scan it, right, everywhere you go, because it monitors you, it allows or disallows you at all times, it unlocks or locks you based on who you are, and based on whatever the computer algorithm networking system tells it to do, right, you don't know, you just, you just do it, it's like when you go to the store with your card, you just wave your card, bloop, man, how did that, how did all the interactive activity there work, you sure you got the money in the drawer? Like, you good? We're, we're clear, approved, everything good? How do you know? You don't know. You're just using the, the levers of the thing. You're just, you're, just, you're just inside operating the, the user dashboard of the new uniform system of collective enslavement. So there's not going to be this rush to somehow go back and defend the old world system the analog system by which we in America had such, you know, wonderful advantage. We were so privileged. And we were white. 
So I guess when we get down to it, the process of leading us back once again to total enthrallment was the plan here. And so you can see it's fascinating what we watch. We, uh, we're watching the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab. They're very brazen. They, very, they come out and say it very clearly. And they're planning on having some events, some events that occur. They're going to wipe out of your minds and your minds wiped away, right? Human brains wiped away. No longer there to have judgmental voters or needy, imprisoned users of the technology. There's going to be no longer any requirement for these useless eaters, right? So the whole thing will just, no one will do anything. It's just the, the gradual developments that will take place in the guidance and the steering of this massive global economy was automatically going to fix winners and losers. And a lot of us here are sitting here right now, and we're already slated for the losing block. We're already slated to, to you know, meet the fate of those who are going to you know, be sent to, to get help at the FEMA camps. You'll be rescued there. There'll be a plan to get you back on your feet. You can go in the FEMA camp and expect that they're going to help you keep your family together and keep you well-fed and nourished and watered. And you'll be able to resume your life in just a few short days. Right? Go. Go to the FEMA camp. Your old way of life, depending on Federal Reserve notes and, and your mortgage and your credit cards... And your credit, your credit card, your credit score was pretty good. Good job. Very, very miserly and, and resourceful of you to carefully spread out your resources to make sure you prioritize to pay back the bank first at all times. What a good banking customer you are. Good job. Did well. But now that old system is just obsolete and the process by which we've walked you down the primrose path unawares and sent you up to work uh, in the Twin Towers buildings on 9-11 without the caveat of the looming disaster about to occur, right? That's what, that's what you got here. You just got a, a whole nation of really confused, desperate lemmings ready to just flee, fight or flight, right? Just to flee with the, the crowd, just run, run, run with the crowd. That's whatever you see when, you see the lemmings, whatever, there's like some kind of shooting. Some kind of awful murdering monster comes out and just starts to murder people out of nowhere. And they can't figure out, I mean, we, what, is, what is going on? I mean, you got the, the Sandy Hook shooter, supposedly. I mean, who knows what is going on? The Sandy Hook kid was like under the care of this one particular psychiatrist who was giving him so many drugs that it fried his brain. What, what's going on there? Like, what's the report? What's the, the details and the information here? I mean, I can barely keep up. And that psychiatrist who was caring for the shooter before he became the shooter, right? He was on all these drugs. And, and, and apparently the guy was such a messed up psychiatrist. He's been thrown in jail and was sleeping with his patients. And yet we have a lot to, we have a lot of questions, guys, because it looks like to me that there are really nefarious and just horrible vile forces at work behind a lot of these mass shootings that are going on. It doesn't look like to me that these people are just random violence. They just want to say, they want to, they want to paint all this as some kind of random violence and it's just so heinous and it has to be controlled with gun control laws. 
right? Kamala Harris ready to go with her bizarrely pedantic and amateur hour show that she does whenever she comes out. <laughs> Kakala, right? Kakala. Kakala, the would-be president, taking the guns away because of the random violence of shooters, right? Doesn't that just track with everyone? Doesn't that make sense to everyone? Is that something weird going on there? And then the guy, I guess the guy, it shouldn't have happened in Maine, right? This recent Maine horror, horror show was basically in military uh, and was a weapons trainer huh? and was in psychiatric care recently because he was complaining he was going to go on a, a rage killing, right? And all the psychiatric care and the drugs that they put him on. I mean, so this is not being spun up at all. Completely just natural human occurrences. Normal humans, right? Normal people just want to want to grab a gun and just murder a bunch of people at the mall, right? Makes sense. Makes sense that we should let Kakala Harris take her guns for our safety. Seems totally reasonable. I find it totally plausible that all these random murders could just come about because Americans are white privileged psychos. That's, all, that's what it is. There's no way there's any kind of subversive, conspiratorial, manipulative faction within our deep state government that would ever, you know, help along these murders to happen in schools with kids, right? That, they would never do that. Man, come on. Don't be such a conspiracy, conspiracy theory psycho. Just the government's there to help us. They would never arrange for us to be murdered by apparently ourselves as some kind of like well-planned conspiration to get us to accept our guns being taken away is a good idea. No one would ever do that. We're totally safe in their hands. We're totally safe. We can give up our guns and nothing bad will happen. All the people, all the tens of millions of people that just got rammed up in the country, they, they won't all have illegal guns. They won't. Their guns will be taken away too. Okay? Got to listen to reason, man. Got to listen. They're, they won't have guns. You'll be safe. You can give up your gun. Okay? This America, America, North America won't, won't become a war zone and you, you won't become an active combatant in that war zone once the war breaks out. You won't need your gun. You just give it up and your ammo. You don't need it. Trust the FBI. The FBI investigates all the time. They investigate bad guys. They, they, they stop all those terrorists from coming over the southern border. They stop them. They're not getting over. They're not even getting into American soil, uh, onto America's... Uh, they're not getting in the United States. They're being stopped by the FBI. They're vigilant. They're on top of it. They wouldn't let things like that happen. Right? Obama and the FBI, they wouldn't let all those really high-end real weapons of war, not, not AR-15s, right? AR-15s are like BB guns compared to the weapons that got let go by Obama and the FBI to the, the Fast and Furious debacle. It was a real debacle. We even know about it. That, like, that's the one we know about. What about all the ones we don't, we don't know about? So our enemies are being armed, but we're being disarmed because we can't handle guns, man. We can't handle it. We're just going to shoot people. That's what we really have to be scared of. That's the real fear in America with guns. That's what everything is waiting. There's like this, it's like this little mountain, this huge rat trap and the cheese is in it. And the thing is tautly sprung back and, and, and it's in its little catch and everything is ready to go. All we need is to get rid of the guns. You just come in and hand them in. 
They'll count them. They'll have a good idea when most of the guns have been rounded up. And then nothing will happen. Nothing. It'll be totally safe. It'll be a new era of pristine, perfect peace and beauty in America. There won't be mass murders. There won't be an American genocide of wiping out the American people. That won't happen. Come on. Who could even think of such a sick thing? Democide of the American people? And whoever says such an idea has got to be locked up. They're, they're mentally deranged, right? Whoever thinks like that should have their guns taken away, right? Oh, Kakala Harris is totally smart. She was never a medium-priced prostitute call girl. She never used to give head to Jerry Brown, the governor of California. I mean, I'm not really totally intimate with these fellatio facts, but I know that she is a... She could be trusted. Joe Biden can be trusted. Joe Biden put her as vice president because that was the smartest thing for America. Because America would be safe if Kakala Felicio Harris was the vice president. Everyone salute. Marines, nice pants. Your hat looks like a fucking Marine hat. Good job. Salute Vice President Harris right now. You do it, boy. You salute Vice President Kakala Harris right now, boy. You do, you, you do what you got to do. You keep your oath. No one else has to, but just you. You do it. You do what you're commanded to do, boy. You don't think. You just react. I'd think you're like you're like a little nerve tissue. You just you just take the, the little voltage juice I send and you do what I say. It's not time to defend America. America doesn't need to be defended. Right? We got the FBI for that. We don't need you to personally get involved with your community and with your nation and the affairs of your state, right? We, we don't need you to. We don't need you to be a defender against any kind of serious and outrageous acts of war within America's own homeland. Right? We can always look to Obama and all the heroes of the transformed international American empire, right? All the heroes who told us how bad Trump is or who told us what to think, right? They told us, they told us what to think. They told us that the, the, the world is going to end every 10 years because of climate, right? Because something's wrong with the climate, it changes. The climate changes all around. And we're all going to die. We've got to be careful. And in order not to change the climate, you can't, you can't be cooking with no gas stove. Come on, what's wrong with you? Don't, didn't, don't you know anything? Don't you even know your ABCs? Don't you know nothing? You can't have a gas stove. You can't have all these cows around here. You can't, you can't, have, you can't have extra property that you use just to farm on. It's hurting the environment. That's really the problem. Is that the planned destruction and collapse of the of the America's national sovereignty, with uh, literally millions of foreign military invaders, not people from Colombia who are trying to find a better life, not seasonal workers who just come to help the farmers and then they go back? We're not talking about that. That was the old way of thinking. But they, they, within just 24 months, that all got transformed in that old way of thinking. Well, just let a few people slide over the border. They run across at night. No one really sees them. The coyote gets paid a little bit. They're just some Mexicans. Just let them go. What does it really hurt? We've got acculturated to that. We've got acclimated to that, acclimatized to it. We're, we're good with that. But in that little chink in the armor there, they, uh, they just slipped in through that little tiny chink. The necessary uh, means for our destruction. And all the weapons they're going to need to destroy us are going to be handed to them. The way you hand out guns at, uh, in Ukraine. The U-boy. You with your social security number that the uh, the politicians used as human collateral to indebt the world with trillions of dollars of Federal Reserve notes, you got to pay back your 350000 you owe and your kids owe. Each of you in the household, you all owe that. 
Get the pain in the back, debtor. You're a debtor. Not just in your household bills, on your, on your national bills, not your state. Your state just, look, look, look at California. They just take bales of cash from the federal printers. That's all they do. They, they don't have any independence or sovereignty. They're not states. They're just little subordinate debt producers for the, uh, the, the federal debt machine. That's it. What, what, uh, what states are turning a profit in their G- little GDP? The gross domestic product of their state. Which ones have, have produced so much extra capital that uh, they, they don't need the Federal Reserve printer anymore? Who? Totally subordinated. Acting like little captains. Like they're not going to go and take the, the big, oh, please, oh, there's been a, there's been a storm. There's been a uh, tornado. There's been a crisis, an emergency. Please, Federal Reserve President Biden, oh, please give our states some more cash so we can pay our people to keep going around this ridiculous circle. Some musical chairs. There's no more chairs left. Keep on going around and around. Look for a chair. Look for a chair. Is there any chairs? Music's going to stop. How many more ways can we say the same thing different ways? How many more? How much more do you lose before you snatch awake and you wake up and you're like, whoa, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? Is it the fire alarm? The little smell of smoke in the air? The red hot doorknob? The shattering glass? Like what what clued you in to there might be an issue going on? What was the, the final clue there? So anybody who doesn't want to go along with this psychopath sublimation of the human nature and American character and of the actual American people and really the American men, if you're not going to go along with it, well, you're going to be rounded up. You're part of the problem. You're not taking your vaccines, boy. You weren't ready to salute Commander-in-Chief Kakala Harris. You weren't ready to send your boys over there to die for whatever she signs or just does or whatever. Commander-in-Chief. Power pig. Don't need no Congress. You can just do... Emergency proclamations, right? Executive orders everywhere. Just have this prostitute take over. She'll do the, the thing that nobody wants to do. Look at the crazy psycho look in her eye. She still looks as a Tupac. <laughs> so we're totally safe, guys. Everything is going to go totally great. Don't worry. Just surrender. Just give up when the entire apparatus of your nation, it's law enforcement, intelligence communities, the entire system of the judiciary, when it's all turned as a spear directly pressed against your heart, against your family, and against your people where you are, because what are you going to do? You got a billion hollow points stored up at the Homeland Security offices? No, you don't. Those, those hollow points are for you, boy, not for someone else. Right? It's going to be a new order. This is the transformation of America. Didn't you get the freaking memo? So everyone's cheering Michael Johnson got in there. Yeah, well, you better, you know, Michael Johnson, you better check your security, buddy. They're going to watch what flight you take. They'll put you and your flight right into the side of a mountain. Don't care about you. You're praying to the Lord. I'm praying to the Lord, too. We're all praying to the Lord. That's good. Thank you, Lord. Appreciate you putting Mike Johnson in there. But Mike Johnson, you're just a man. They'll destroy you. Just like they're doing with Donald Trump. Same. I'm, I'm waiting for the bad news. I mean, we have to really think about what happens when they extinguish these people. Who we're going to turn to next. How we're going to be able to reforge our our country and this kind of ensuing chaos that they're they're inciting and they're instigating it along because now they're deep in the fbi deep deep in the deep i mean look at the the, the top the head of the, the doj just some marxist swine just some wetback just some kind of cartel guy with a with a number on his wrist one generation ago right just if it wasn't a cutthroat backstabbing america hating asshole they wouldn't have put him up there in power in charge of that right to make sure that justice is skewed and perverted. Make sure that the American people are improperly targeted by the weaponized system here. And the weaponized system of politics and the judiciary and yada yada. And 
It's been, it's been a long time coming, building up these courts, building up these war powers, military government courts, building up this war powers, military government commander in chief, which is some kind of weird, like dictator Caesar. You just gets to command war and command who doesn't have to pay back their loans and command this and command that. Every single thing could be worded in some kind of executive pro- proclamation and enacted into reality by the military industrial complex, by Pfizer and Northrop Grumman, right? They're going to make some new rockets so they can blow it up. Yeah, this military industrial, uh, this military industrial complex, it can, uh, it can carry on and live after America is extinguished, guys. Let's just face it. I'm sure they could take pounds, sterling, and euros, put them right in the bank. So this is this money with our, our presidents, our legendary presidents on it. It looks like the old dollars. It's just, uh, you got to realize it's a figment of your imagination. These Federal Reserve notes are garbage. It's going down, so just sidestep that now. Just recognize that that was just some kind of intermediary transition money, fake greenback bullshit, and they totally, it wasn't totally dislodged from the, the gold standard until I get, I obviously Nixon went in there and rigged it around for himself. The selfish, duplicitous psychopath that he is, just, just for his four years. We'll wreck the next hundred years of American history so I can look good in my 20 months I'm going to be here. <laughs> it's absurd. Monica Crowley can come out and see how great he was. These absurd fools. These Pope-worshipping sycophants. Get down and go into St. Peter's Square. Go, go up in there, the building there, and go and kiss the foot of Jupiter. That big bronze, <laughs> ancient... Uh, pre-Christian pagan relic. Get down and kiss it. Kiss it to its to the particles of like wilted and melted. So his toes gone. That's what you sycophant worshiping cult whores can do. Go kiss the foot of Jupiter again. You slime. You, you ignorant, ignorant people. Leading the, us to this. So Lord, let's pray. Lord, I disassociate myself with all these here, and here in this country, and here and across the world who are just utterly utterly just beguiled and they love the change of their spiritual servitude by which they just are totally worshiping on their knees slovenly worshiping belial the satan worship no idea lord i just separate myself from it i hope that i hope that you can make a fate for me that doesn't follow with the course of my nation who's going down into the perverse transgender pornography era of depravity go right into the into the sewer down the chute right lost in the black pitchy slime below gone because that was the way to salvation and freedom for them right clip off their their breasts or whatever 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 you could it's criminal it's criminal what's been going on in this country it's criminal that we're allowing this deformed psychopathology to be used against our children like this when they're not even of age and then those parents that are behind this consenting to it all like we need a radical revolution in this country, Lord. I just hope that you will separate the wheat and the chaff. You will separate what is natural and life-giving from what is vile and toxic. And just separate it out, Lord. But there we go. I mean, this at this point now, we're just it's just getting past the introduction stage. We were early on listening to some of the the first podcasts we tried to produce. It was pretty funny. And it's funny how you know, inept, we were trying to make a podcast, but it's also humorous about the, the way the world was at the time, the nature of the world, the state of the world as it was in a rather innocent state, I guess. We go back in time, just a few short years, a world where um, 
we just really wanted to address this easily reconcilable division within the American people over the issue of race and supposed racial features, whatever that is, whatever your perception of that is, or how we all perceive ourselves to fit into the history of the world and where our ancestors are from, where they came from, the particular idiosyncrasies, the dialects, the various hues and complexion of our skin tones, all these different things. I don't think it really breaks down into a really simple or cohesive racial theory. White race. Like, what is that, man? What is that? What is the white race? People all along, over the thousands of years of history, have been migrating from place to place around the world. And given a long enough timeline, people begin to change according to wherever the environment is they're at. And our ancestors had changed according to those environments. And we carry on those long-term changes with us. Just like when you go to the beach and you come home, you come to the work the next day, people are like, oh, you were out in the sun. I, I see that you have like a tan line of your sunglasses on your face. You were out, you were fishing, you were in the sun, you were tanning. You're, you know, you spent time in a different location, in a different environment than you usually do. And you can see it. So, I mean, the part where we all break down and beat each other half to death with you know, white lives matter slogans and stuff. I mean, I don't, I don't understand that part. White lives matter a lot to me. If that's a thing, if there is such a thing. And I guess really, it's not really about black lives anymore. I mean, that thing already went and that ship sailed. Y'all over there fighting in Gaza. Black lives matter is against the Jews, right? You're full, you're fully formed Marxist ideology and the initiative of your entire political destiny has already been locked and loaded. It's already sent, sent, on its course. So in the future, whenever there's a massive outrageous issue regarding supposed people of who have melanin in their skin, who have a, have a, a skin tone, maybe that's darker than other people's, maybe other people's in different places have lighter skin complexions than some people. But whenever you have a massive outrageous racial problem, racial provocation, it's going to be hard to say black lives matter again. They burned that bridge. I think that was the whole point. I think that was part of the, the, the process here is bringing us down in America into an utterly demoralizing and dissolving conflagration, guys. We have to be able to be smart enough to know that we all have come together in America to protect each other's civil rights and not to be taken in by ridiculous Marxist slogans and targeting one another based on how we look. Which lives matter? Which lives don't matter? All this kind of like conceptualization. It's ridiculous. And these well, well-engineered campaigns are instantiated into reality, into our sidewalks with people marching around, paid for Soros acolytes, Soros-adjacent idealists and radicals who are there just to sit in their ivory towers and their billionaire offices and set everything else on, on fire around them. Especially... Those assets that uh, will most cost their stock portfolio to go up, right? So I think it's wonderful that they're going to do single-subject bills in the Congress. It's just only 80 years too late. Because now we're going to be subject to all these outside external news events. Every few weeks, there'll be some other radical group rushing into the con- uh, up into the Capitol building to do their 
do their uh, January 6th insurrection ordeal, but of course they'll, they won't be arrested. The J- Nancy Pelosi won't be there waiting to assassinate and stifle and destroy every single person who, who, who comes within the vicinity of the place. There won't be a huge federal conspiracy FBI entrapment program activated on the, uh, on the protesters, right, when they come to do their thing. They'll be allowed to because it's a real cause. But those white terrorists from January 6th, those entitled, privileged American pigs, they got to go to prison for 50 years, 22 years, 31, eight years, right? And these people, they're on drugs. They're, they're being medicated. They, have, they apparently have no idea what they're doing. They think that they can just enact their vile and horrifying betrayal and, and there'll be no consequences. That's what they imagine. It's being arranged for there to be no, no consequences. There's no consequences for killing 100 million people with uh, poisonous vaccines, so-called vaccines, right? No consequences. And if they can create another massive world upturning, upheaval, blow up a couple cities, I mean, what, what else can they do? Sink a couple carrier groups in the, uh, in the Mediterranean? or What can they really do to make us stop thinking all about the vaccine, the toxic vaccine deaths mounting, rising? There's just, I heard there was an eight-year-old boy and Israel just died. And they were using him as like the, the, the poster boy for why vaccines are safe. And he just had a heart attack and died. This eight-year-old boy. Doesn't that piss people off in Israel? I mean, I'm just, I'm following after Alex Jones now. But it, it's a good point. Doesn't that piss you off? It only pisses you off when your known enemies come and suddenly attack you and you're not ready. That sucks. That pisses me off. But when the international globalist elite collective, corporate fascism comes in with a poisonous shot and brutally tests it on you and wipes a bunch of you out and kills that eight-year-old boy with their shot that that then you just no reaction but of course hey we can't be um too hard on because who really understands the truth everything now is just vaporized particleized and you can find your particular belief system or your bias totally attributed there in the uh, the news somewhere just look it up and you can read your particular news it tells you that your candidate is the right guy and he's smart and he's the winner and the other guy is a criminal and he's a loser and he's dumb and and you could just basically read in the media anything that you want to believe or post truth guys post truth just totally free-falling collapse that's why there seems to be this suspension of gravity for a moment you can feel it takes your breath away like you're going down an elevator but just way too fast right you feel like you're gonna be a little weightless for a minute but it's gonna last for a little while while what jack posobic was calling the churn right the churn is these new political realities these new menacing monolithic political forces begin to kind of round each other out and grind each other down and we just kind of find a new power structure situated after all that calamity right the calamity of people pouring onto campuses and trying to find Jews to beat up. The calamity of trying to run around with your Black Lives Matter sloganeering and, and not really being conscious that you're a Ku Klux Klan now. You're just a black Ku Klux Klan. How'd that feel? We ran around and we beat up white people. We were BLM and it felt great. Okay. Well, you had your time. You had, now you had your time as the Klan. You didn't have horses or, ca- or, or like white capes, but you get the gist. You see how it felt. You understand you're a racist now. You're out on camera waving your racist flag. You know, just that's what was happening with the KKK. They were marching around in the streets in a parade, taking lots of pictures and tweeting in the newspaper because they were proud of it. Just like you, BLM, you were proud of it. 
You were proud of it. The ideology got to your head. You got spun out by the philosophical sophistry and you were owned by it. They paid you or whatever. Owned, paid, whatever. You know, you know what I'm saying. You were sent out to be a black KKK because of Black Lives Matter because black people have been taking it for too long and they, they don't deserve that and we got to do something. That same sinister force, that kind of unseen magnetism that polarized all those political forces into place with planning and money and Soros acolytes and lawyers to see you if you say that, right? Are the same kind of energies and forces that are going to spin up just the exact opposite platform, but this time isn't just going to be like a two or three year baby show. It's going to be a big, bad, nasty bitch. I'm against it. Just saying right now, I'm totally against it. Been calling out for a couple of years now, for a while now. You know, we've been saying how the the white lash they're trying to build is going to help augment this calamity that they're planning. They're looking forward in time. They're using their algorithms and the AI to look forward and see. Right? They, it's easy for them to do. You got to go watch devs. They can see what basically you're going to be doing tomorrow and next year. They can see how the AI can see how long it's going to take for you to save up some money and maybe make that trip you were planning. How much you'll make in the rest of your lifetime. How long you're probably likely to live. The AI knows. So just figure it, just get get a grip. That that already happened. (laughs) So the AI also knows pretty much by calculating what are all the forces that are going to be able to be fielded to defend America's political future after all these things happen, blah, 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 blah. And then all these people have been killed by these vaccines. Okay. These people are now all too poor. They're starving. These people couldn't survive because their city got blasted. They got sent to the FEMA camp. And okay. After all that, and the guns are taken away, who's really going to be there to stick up for America and to be the George Washington and defend America's constitution, right? From a total, total and complete avalanche, a planned, well-engineered, systematic, detonation of every single one of america's columns every single one and i don't think it'll be very long just gotta say it before the people that were going to washington dc to protect american democracy and then now were persecuted and hunted down for it were blamed for destroying america's capital and threatening america's democracy blah 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 their democracy that they say oh we have to protect our democracy their democracy guys they have to protect their democracy against us because we can't have any democracy. It's their democracy. Okay, that, that's the thing. When, you, when they say our democracy, you are not included in that, you know, royal our. Are you? No, you're not. So we uh, just have to point out that I think it won't be long before someone goes up in that Capitol with one of their little riots and without very much more of an explanation, I think that you'll see that thing get blown up that building is carefully crafted, stone masonry. It's utterly beyond value. It's priceless. And it's a one-of-a-kind masterpiece. Set in stone, built by absolutely ingenious master masons that will put you know, some of the cathedrals of Europe to shame. Yeah, I can see him going in and blowing that thing up, man. And... Um, Sadly, I think it'll happen. There are no predictions, right? I mean, there's no way to really foresee. But I think that we're on a time scale here. We're on a clock. And I don't think there's going to be an election. It's not going to happen. 
So you can wave around your flag and be like, well, we have to get Donald Trump in the White House. And you have to do something. You have to find a way to get hand-to-mouth eating. You have to subsist. You have to find a way to survive and keep your kids alive. That's what you have to do. Getting Trump in the White House, I mean, good luck, man. I mean, I'm going to vote if I can in 2024 if, if I'm wrong. But I don't, I don't think I am. I don't think that they went and put that buffoon of a pederast, pedophile, jackass Biden. I don't think they cheated and, and basically flipped the earth over and committed a new level of tyranny and treachery and, uh, and traitorous conduct that's never before been recorded against America. They're not going to let this be rectified. They, they, didn't do, they didn't put Biden in there and do the COVID mass murder. They didn't do all that just to somehow let their plans slide away and just let Trump come back. Trump's just a man. He's just got a heartbeat. A couple 50 caliber rounds. And that, I mean, you know, God bless the man. I hope he lives to be 120 years old. And I'm voting for him. I'm voting for Don Donald Trump Jr. If, if Senior can't go in. I mean, I'm, I'm all in. But the point is, guys, is that we have to look at the kind of wreckage. that the, These people are really not... They're really not against America per se, which they are. But they're, what they're really, the, the contest and the battle they're waging is really against existence itself. Because these individuals like Soros, I mean, like these people, they have to, these, these monstrous titans, these billionaire, super bloated ego psychopaths, like, you know, just George Soros is a good example because he's just so close to, to being dead. He's old. He looks like Darth Vader after you take his helmet off. And really, the guy is just lashing out at the last moments of existence, saying how he's God. He finally realized he's God. He's completely lost it. And he has to go and face reality, which is he's going to die. His time is over. And it's the last thing you can think about, right? That's these people, they're massive ballooning egos and their billion-dollar bank accounts flying around the world like gods. And the last thing they can ever think about is their own mortality, right? They'll, they'll, in the last minute, there'll be a supercomputer, and then I'll upload myself into it, and, and I'll live forever. Well, very often, in this particular simulation, or however you want to, like, cope with reality, that technology is not invented in time. Sorry, Soros. Go ahead and go in the box. Go ahead and let your particles break down and deteriorate, like all the other people that have been sucked into the, and consumed in, in your machinations and your vile, wicked, and evil planning your whole life. A lot of people have gone into the box well ahead of you. Now it's your time. Now it's time. Now you're going to really see what happens. No more guessing, no, no more playing around, no more screwing up other people's lives with your money and screwing up other nations with currency heists. You know, you're, you're a brilliant man, but you used all of your remarkable knowledge and your remarkable mind and your remarkable placement in this life. You used it, you used it for your own selfish and wicked aggrandizement. And now you will meet your fate. And you know what? So will all of us. But not all of us are going to be doing it in such psychopathy, with such mania, with such deranged and frankly astonishing cowardice. These individuals are totally committed to destroying America and the world and Sweden and Denmark and Eritrea. I like to say Eritrea and India. They're going to destroy it all, man, especially Israel, right? It's World War III, this, this Luciferian lunacy, this Albert Pike, the Mazzini letter, right? Albert Pike and Mazzini, the heads of the Illuminati or the, the order of the Palladium. I, I don't really owe you all this information. I'm just, I'm trying to help you along. That's all I'm doing. This is just this is just research notes for you. That's all this show ever was. So you can kind of get up to speed. So you can just see what's really going on. It's it's uncomfortable for me if if you're a deluded, ignorant, uneducated fool and have not, no idea what's going on. It makes it easier for me and for all of us if you have all this information and you can go and check it and you can learn more. And you don't have to be afraid. You don't have to be afraid of learning. 
you don't have to stay framed in the the decades of kind of erroneous and morbid superstition that you've always been locked in. You can you can step away. You can you can rebuild your intellectual dynamic again. So I have to be hard because I, I can't really compromise. I got to tell you straight up if I think that you know butchering chopping off babies' heads for Allah. I can't tell you it's a smart move, man. You got to be a moron to do that. You got to be a really sick puppy. It just, you really, you're, when you're individuals who are like that, it's just a good character study, a good point of reference for the rest of us to learn how deranged and how sick the human mind, how muddled and darkened and clouded the human spirit can become. And sometimes you get so deranged, so diabolical, so darkened and so sickened and toxic that you're, you're not safe for humanity. You're not safe for my family or their family or anybody's family or for your own family or whatever family you should, you would have carried on. And that hate probably should just find out whose God is real. Let's find out guys. We're going to find out right now. If your God was money or if your God was Allah or if your God was military power or if your God was, you know, crack like Hunter Biden. I, I don't know. I don't know what your God was, but if your God can't save you, you're going to find out now. That's right. It's time for a word from our awesome and exciting and sexy sponsor, Wendy's Boutique Limited. You guys remember how this goes. Wendy's Boutique Limited is the hottest designer couture online. 2023 is limited catalog is here. Hottest new styles, limited selection, and everything you need to be an amazing and incredible woman. And of course, at Wendy's Boutique, we do not suffer the... Uh, the left's disappropriation of womanhood and to weird uh, transgender uh, debauchery over here. Wendy's Boutique is all woman. And we have amazing Van Cleef and Arpels jewelry, incredible. Marco Bizio, I see right here on the front page. I hear sale on Savage Christian Dior Cologne. Of course, everybody loves that. It's a bestseller. I see Hermes watches, WB Fine Jewels of the highest order. Wendy's Boutique Limited is Boutique Supremacy Online. If you don't have winningslimited.com, you, ha you don't have anything, guys. And we have, of course, up here on the front deck, you see Prada purses, the most incredible jewelry. Everything here is absolutely guaranteed to be the best price and absolutely 100% pure couture designer labels and fine designer jewelry at Wendy's Boutique Limited. You have to come check out the Rage. Of course, Wendy's Boutique Limited recently canceled Balenciago because Balenciago's trash. WendyIsLimited.com is everything you need. Uh, Alex Jones, uh, the kinetic war starting to build. You and I, I don't know why we have these bases all over the place in Iraq. And it, in Iraq is now Persian controlled. 
David Ignatius told us that the other day. He said, Tony Blinken, such a hero, being of Jewish descent, such a hero going to Baghdad where to meet with the, with the Shiite militias that control Iraq. We'd given Iraq away after $7 trillion and 6,000 dead and 50,000 combat casualties, right? How many Marines were there in Fallujah and the Joss and uh, in First Fallujah on the 248th birthday uh, commemoration of the United States Marine Corps? You're feeling good now? So so make this make sense to me, Alex. How are we so quickly getting pulled into a kinetic war at the same time our leaders who took money from the CCP, took cash money, and we have not uh, subpoenaed him. We have not got any, any information out. You got bidee, 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 bidee. Comer, Comer, how about this? How about just cut your Fox hits in half? Just cut them in half. You can still go on, but just cut them in half because you're on every show. Just cut them in half. And why don't you do your job? And Jim Jordan, you know, don't take the jacket off me breaking down on a wrestling thing. Just do your job. Then then he wouldn't be able to go to San Francisco. If you'd done your job and had the freaking information out, he wouldn't be able to go to San Francisco and kowtow because the whole nation would say, well, this guy took cash money from the Chinese Communist Party. How can he do it? The reason he can do it, you don't have the information out. This is quite evident. They're, they're laughing in your face. You've had it forever. This is gutless McCarthy, and these guys are tied up in Jordan taking money from big tech. And who's going to be out there? All of Jordan's donors and big tech are going to be out there at $20,000 a plate rubbing up on she. Right? Tell them how great things are. Alex Jones. Well, you've nailed it in the last few months. The United States is being walked into a three-front war. We already have it in Ukraine. We have it in the Middle East. It's, it's going hot. In China... And the truth is, the Communist Chinese Party, allied with BlackRock and allied with Klaus Schwab and all the rest of them, are on Team China. And our country has been sold out. And you've got this Harvard lawyer class that's more obsessed with persecuting the American people and saying the number one threat is white supremacy and you know, suppressing the shooter's manifesto from Nashville and running around with all of their drag queen story times and trying to have wokeism in the U.S. military, uh, this is not by accident. The United States is being degraded and basically being pushed down in a slow decline program to make way for the global government where China is the dominant force allied with other socialist and communist governments like Justin Trudeau's in Canada and what we see in the European Union. So this is a totalitarian corporate axis of evil headed up by BlackRock and the private central banks and the whole Obama uh, economist model. When you read what the liberal Rothschilds want and what's in the economists, they tell you, and it's fund the Muslim Brotherhood, fund Hamas, fund Hezbollah, make deals with Iran in a larger plan they have to divide up the world. And, and so they now admit that uh, the Russians have defeated Zelensky and NATO uh, in Ukraine. Uh, and now uh, Israel's walked into a trap that's energized the world. Uh, basically against them. So they're losing the info war, and uh, China is winning the info war. They own, as you know, four of the six big production Hollywood houses. They fund the wokeism and the race war. In America, they don't just fund well, colleges. Well, 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 hang on, hang on. The Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party is winning the Israelis. And by the way, the IDF, they're going to keep, gr they're going to keep grinding it out in, 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 in Gaza with Hamas. I think we can take that as a given, okay? They're not going to back off. They got their backs up on this thing, and they're going to take care of business there. But the information war, 
uh, it's uh, look at TikTok. TikTok, I think it's a billion, you know, things on uh, on the on the social justice for Palestine, and nothing from the Israelis. It's not even being suppressed. It's not even being put up there. TikTok is the way you get to these kids. Every one of those kids that are in New York City grade schools and high schools that walked out yesterday and protested and showed up in the lobby uh, with the with the adults in in the New York Times. That's all driven by TikTok, Alex, and that's a clear Chinese Communist Party information platform. Exactly. I want to be 100% clear. I hate saying China and their allies at BlackRock are winning, but they are. The United States almost woke up the last few years and almost realized that we're being taken over. And China almost got defeated because of President Trump and yourself and others understood what was really going on. And, you know, the great American Chinese dissidents that live here in America. They understand how real this threat is, and they're trying to bring that same tyranny here. So I'm just stating the facts to the FBI, the Justice Department, and all these lawyers, and all these establishment people, that their enemy is not the American people. Their enemy is the Chicoms and the globalists that are maneuvering this country into basically a second-tier status, and sure, we'll have nuclear weapons, but so does Pakistan. So does that make them a first-tier nation? No, it doesn't. America and our cities and our culture and our currency all of it is degrading. We are in a serious crisis, and we have a very corrupt establishment that will make all the deals with any totalitarian that they can find, but will not do anything to shore up even their own power base because they have a chip on their shoulder against the Midwest and against conservatives and against veterans, and they instinctively still believe their own brainwashing that they finance the universities that America is the target. So they're blowing their own feet off in an attempt to secure their power base here, and that creates a vacuum where all these other groups need a chance to come in. And, and I agree, Israel's going to win in Gaza in the physical kinetic war, wiping out most of the uh, Hamas and, and Hezbollah-backed people that are there. But in the information war, notice the corporate media will act like they're pro-Israel yeah. just as a icing. Yeah. But when you dig into the heart of it, yeah. All the big corporations, Hollywood, the left, they're lining up against Israel and against America. There is a giant double cross here that chills up my spine. No, this is where in Thucydides, the Peloponnesian War, this is where the term Pyrrhic victory came from. It was in Syracuse, which was like the Vietnam of their day. They won that. They won that conflict, that part of the overall global war they were fighting. That that, but it was a Pyrrhic victory, and winning that. They had so many casualties and so so much diversion that they lost the overall war. That's what they call it. A and World War One, World and, War and, and One. What, yeah. The the, the British Empire started World War One, and you know, so they were kind of the bad guys in World War One, in my view. You know, World War Two, obviously Hitler was the bad guy, and then the Kaisers weren't perfect in the Austrian-Hungarian Empire, but the Germans were dominating in industry and science. And the British newspapers had thousands of headlines, the German problem. How do we defeat the Austrian-Hungarian Empire? So they basically assassinated the Archduke Franz Ferdinand, had that domino effect, but then it was World War I that ended up killing most of the British Empire's power. That was a Pyrrhic victory. And that's a perfect analogy that you bring up with the uh, original Pyrrhic victory and then others we've seen uh, over the years. This is an absolute Pyrrhic victory. And so the question is, how do we get the leadership that's in yeah. our government 
like yeah. Jim Jordan and like others that, that should be fighting this and should be talking about it to stop sucking at the you-know-what, the pit yeah. of big tech that is totally in bed with Xi Jinping. These people need to be arrested. I mean, go back six years ago. Headline in Reuters. Apple gives the code keys to all Apple devices in the world to China. And they had Tim Cook in the article going, well, when you do business in China, that's what you do. Oh, so, so remember, Google wouldn't give AI to the U.S. military and the Pentagon, but they would do an AI project with Xi Jinping. These people are in bed with totalitarians. They love it. You have these different sports team owners that say, I don't care if there's three million Uyghurs in slave camps in, 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 in China. Yeah. These people are, are they're idiots. They're yeah. Neville Chamberlains. They think just because the Chinese yeah. communists buy them off and give them sex operatives and kiss their asses that they're dealing with a 6,000-year-old culture that's playing a long game and the dumbass liberal yeah. Harvard lawyers think that, that they're organizing all this and they're really in charge. But look around you, you dumbass New World Order people. You're destroying your own power base and, and then trying to destroy the American people because you see us contending for the power of over Washington when you're running the whole country in the ground and soon it won't be worth anything. They've got to be stopped. They're incompetent idiots. I uh, got to be stopped in all the swing states. I'll get to that in a little while. Talking about stop. Uh, yesterday I played the clips on, on, you know, today's the 248th uh, anniversary commemoration of the birth of the our legendary Marine Corps, United States Marines, the junior naval service, I might add. Um, and uh, tomorrow's Veterans Day and also Armistice Day in, in England about the uh, the armistice that uh, led to the end of, of World War One. We had a sergeant, we had a 12 or I think 15 year veteran, National Guard, non-commissioned officer, sergeant. Uh, hunted like a dog by this massive tactical force of the FBI. Uh, get me up to date on that. The, the biggest, everything going on here, we got eight to 10 million illegal alien invaders in the country. You know, you got sleeper cells all over the place. Ray goes to Congress and said, hey, I, I'm not really following these guys, right? I'm, I'm, I'm focused on violent extremists and, and hunting down a guy. And you see that they've got the helicopters. And the reason they're doing that is send a message to this audience, send a message to the MAGA, to the deplorables. We're going to hunt you like a dog one day right don't get out of line so, so can he give us an update on on all this and what's happening to the j6 guys well absolutely i mean let's go back to a few years ago when they're in virginia they're trying to teach, teach critical race theory and, and trying to you know force transgender on them and transgenders are raping little girls in the bathrooms and uh, they're covering it up we learned the justice department is telling the school boards and groups no file criminal complaints we can send armed fbi in to intimidate people at school boards, that's what they're focused on, not the fentanyl, not the Hezbollah and Hamas sleeper cells, not the probably more than 10 million that have come in the last two and a half years uh, to the nation. And then you've got tens of thousands of federal agents that have been working on arresting thousands and prosecuting thousands of people. Most of them were totally peaceful, were waved in by police at the Capitol. On January 6th, and so you, you tune into MSNBC or CNN, I, you've seen the clips, we played them. I mean, they literally say, and they'll have former CIA guys on and defense intelligence guys on who are, quote, liberals, who are traitors against the country, going, our main threat's no longer Islam, and it's no longer even China. The main threat is the domestic MAGA group, and we need to shift the main focus of Homeland Security on them and outlaw their party and arrest them. That is a talking point of these totalitarians that want a one-party state saying the main focus of the U.S. government 
these white Christian conservatives, and, and I'll give you a Joe Biggs update. Got some good news there. Thanks to pressure uh, yourself and others. And, and I, I tell you what, hey, uh, Alex, 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 hang on for a second. I want to wait for the Joe Biggs. I want to take a short commercial break. Bring back uh, the Alex Jones, who's on fire today. Alex Jones at his best, right? Throwing down. Um, eight to ten million on Telegram or from Maine. A CCP. Uh, the pandemic was a bioweapon. Fentanyl Jones at his best, right? Throwing down. Um, eight to ten million person invasion. That's a big front in this war. Remember, uh, the pandemic was a bioweapon. Fentanyl is a chemical weapon. This is just the second opium war in reverse. We had the story last night from Maine of CCP folks buying the property and getting into the drug business. This is a multi-front war on your doorstep in the war room. Back in a moment. Okay, um, I want to make sure everybody, uh, if, if you go in the live chat uh, on Telegram or with uh, tough, tough days ahead, and hey, there are going to be occasions we're not going to, we're going to have to get crossways. So, so folks who are obviously very dear to this audience and dear to us, but remember, we got to anchor the right here. And, and right now, it's just no way. You heard, and Stern's a good man. He's been on here. He's done the numbers, and he's trying to make the case, hey, you need more time. Time's up, baby. We appreciate you, respect you, respect Johnson. Time's up. Time is up. No, nothing. Let it, let it, let it, let, let Biden come back from, let him come back from rub it up on she, right? Because this, this epitomizes all the failures. He would never, ever in a million years, it is, it is an obscenity that he is, he can go and get a free pass to even meet with she, having taken the money. Because McCarthy's guys so tied to big tech, suppressed Jordan's ability and Comer's ability to do it. Well, guess what? He's gone. We should have done it immediately. It should have made. It should be every night, and just the information where should be out there, out there, out there, so that it would be politically impossible for Joe Biden to even consider getting on the plane. That meeting in San Francisco is a testament to the fecklessness of the Republican Party. They're just a bunch of, I know these guys, they're just a bunch of hapless, gormless, they, 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 they're all about risk mitigation. And risk mitigation is smart, you got to think that through, but they never want to kind of take the punch. They never want to, they don't have the courage to go, we have to go there. We have to go there. This audience, how many long odds have we fought on this show in the last couple of years? How many long odds? In one. How many? Think about it. you got to take that. Hey, were some of these victories perfect? No, they weren't. No, they weren't. Study the history of warfare. You think everything that led up to the victory in World War II were all perfect victories? Uh, no, they were not. And there were tons of defeats in there. And in the Civil War. And in the Revolution. Alex, um, we do have some good news uh, for fi about fighters and about people that we had to have their back. Walk us through what's happened over the last day or two that you've been working on uh, relentlessly. Well, we all know they tortured many of the J6 uh, defendants, even people that just walked into the Capitol and never even touched anybody or even yelled. And then we saw what happened to Oath Keepers totally being railroaded uh, by the kangaroo courts there in D.C. And then we saw what happened to the, the Proud Boys, people like Joe Biggs. Uh, they, they called it terrorism for shaking offense. That's the terrorism, basically, designation conviction. And so after his conviction, uh, Joe Biggs, particularly, you know, Army veteran, Purple Heart winner, you name it, a really war hero. They, they called it terrorism for shaking offense. 
That's the terrorism, basically, designation conviction. And so after his conviction, uh, Joe Biggs, particularly the Army veteran, Purple Heart winner, you name it, a really a war hero, and former InfoWars reporter years ago, he disappeared. And maybe once every three, four weeks, he'd be able to talk to his family members, but he hadn't been able to talk to his lawyer, who's also my lawyer, Norm Pattis, who's a great constitutional lawyer. And so then he finally got a call out last week, and people got a hold of me uh, who, who actually talked to him. And then I later confirmed uh, that uh, this did happen, and now his lawyer's been able to talk to him. I talked to Norm this morning that after we all talked about this, and, and after they talked about it in Congress some, they also talked about Owen Schroyer, one of my reporters who's in solitary confinement for just being at the Capitol. And, and the judge said in the sentencing order, they gave three examples. The feds tattled and said, here's three times this summer. And they gave a transcript where Owen Schroyer still says the election was stolen. So they're, they're saying, we're giving you jail time, four-year speech, just flagrantly. But he didn't get 20-something years like Joe Biggs. So Joe disappears into this labyrinth. They move him to more than 15 different facilities. That's called dieseling, where they drive you for up to 20 hours a day in box handcuffs that the manufacturer says you should only put on somebody for three hours. They use that when they're transporting people uh, that are in supermax prisons or are psychotic mass murderers or Al-Qaeda. And so it can, you know, I mean, it can make you lose your hands, basically. They tortured him for the last month or so with these box handcuffs. They would go put him and other J6 uh, convicts now in buses and say, we're going to move them and just park them there out in the parking lot all day long. Uh, they would take their clothing away, throw them in their underwear into rooms together up to 15 at a time. They would feed them. In some cases, every two days, they get one piece of pizza. Uh, they'd get a, maybe a cup of water a day. Uh, literally not giving them any uh, medicines, any prescriptions they had in a black hole. So when we learned about this, and I called you and called a few other people, and the story got out, and I had his lawyer on yesterday and some other folks on my show at about 11.30 Central, by 5 o'clock in the afternoon, and this comes directly from Biggs, they come and get him, they put him in a car, and they drive him from Georgia uh, to Talladega Federal Prison, which is his final destination, where he'll reportedly be for now decades. Uh, and they gave him food and gave him a, a bed and a jail cell, and then they didn't put the box handcuffs on him. They put regular uh, handcuffs on him. And let's just say this. Anytime we talk about anybody getting decent treatment, Owen Schroyer said, hey, I'm getting treated well. Thanks to all the listeners. He called out to a family member who recorded it, put it on Twitter. They put him in solitary confinement for the rest of his stay uh, in Louisiana for just saying, hey, I'm great. Love everybody. Love Jesus. Really positive. Didn't criticize even the government. They said, well, you're not allowed to call out and have it be on the air. But we checked the law. That's not even the case. He wasn't on air with a call either. He was just calling out, and then a family member recorded it and put his message out to the public. Uh, so it's, it's pure persecution. But since we talked about it, and you talked about it, and since Congress is aware of it, and since Congressman Biggs, no relation, is the head of the committee that's over the Bureau of Prisons, reportedly put calls in about an hour after my show, and I'm, 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 I was told you talked about it, I believe. After this all came out, they basically instantly came and stopped the torture uh, that's been going on ever since he was convicted a month and a half, two months ago. So this is what they want to do to everybody. Uh, this is what they did, of course, 
uh, to the first big Trump guy that they were able uh, to convict, uh, who was you know the head of the Trump campaign. Uh, they did that to him. They tortured the hell out of him until he was a, a wheelchair. And so this is real totalitarian North Korea style stuff, and they're scaling it up. And, and oh, this is the key that the lawyer learned from the prison. They're able to even talk to the warden. They said, look, we're given a terrorism designation with these people, and then this is how they're treated, basically. Uh, and so, but, but I mean, I've read, and I know Jack Posobiec, I think, worked at Guantanamo, and I've seen documentaries about it. They get special diets. They get, I mean, they're basically pampered at, at Guantanamo, unless they're taken to the smaller CIA bases there and, 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 quote, MK-altered or tortured. But, but Al-Qaeda and Taliban are treated better than U.S. veterans who shook a fence uh, here in America. So I want to thank the viewers and listeners of The War Room. I want to thank everybody for really caring about the J6ers because they are setting the precedent for the rest of us. And we've got to stand together, hang together, or hang separate. Well, everybody that's doing that and every operator that's doing that, every employee that understand high noon uh, on the 20th of January in the year of our Lord 2025, there's a new sheriff in town and everyone will be held accountable for their actions. And we're not going to accept. I was just taking orders. It will not be good enough. Alex, how do people get to your show that they're trying to ban? How do they get to your social media? How do they get to InfoWars? Well, thank you, uh, Steve. I'm a fighter and I don't like to have to give people bad news, but it's also my job to do it. I am personally $2 million upside down. Uh, I've got a small lake house I'm selling. It's up for sale. That won't even, after that sells, I'll be $2 million in the hole. I'm not complaining. The bankruptcy lawyers coming after me, the Democratic Party, literally the Democrat Party law firms have spent $25 million in the last year trying to shut me down. They spent over $30 million before that in the last five years with all their lawfare. They haven't done it. Free speech systems is operating, staying on air. InfoWars has enough money to barely operate. I personally am upside down. I would ask your listeners to keep me in the fight to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a signed copy that's a fundraiser. That's why it's got markup on it. Of the Great Awakening, Defeating the Globalists and Launching the Next Great Renaissance. It breaks down the Great Reset, how to stop them, or says number one on Amazon. But I I need support. I'll never give up. I'll never give in. Uh, but I could give out because the federal court has ordered me to pay half the legal fees of free speech systems. And so uh, I got a $8 million donation from some anonymous person uh, two years ago, put 98% of it, and they didn't believe me. So they did federal audits, IRS, uh, the, the federal judge sent in three auditing firms, made me pay a half million dollars in the last year and a half of bankruptcy to prove I told the total truth. A, I'm not a liar, I'm a straight shooter. And B, they'll put me in prison if I got an I wrong. So, so I put everything I've got, I'm selling my car, uh, and I guess I'm going to, uh, I think my uncle's going to give me one of his old cars. Great. I love a 15-year-old F-150. I, I'm not about money. It's a badge of honor to be in this fight. But folks, I need support. I need prayer because they push me financially to the wall. Please go to InfoWarsStore.com and get a copy of The Great Reset, my last book, and The Great Awakening. The last one went to number one. Uh, this book's doing okay, but it was our ace in the hole to hopefully be able to keep operating. We're about to actually end the bankruptcy and win it. A lot of things have happened. I can't get to behind the scenes, but we finally run them up against the wall. But like any war or, or any heavyweight boxing match, it's so close, folks. So I hate to come on here and beg, but I think I've delivered the fight, so I really need support. And I'm at infowars.com forward slash show. 
Here we are, so much going on in the world. Everything hangs in the balance. This is a, a time when the fate of our of our nation and our future and our, our the, the future fate of our children and our family lines all hangs in the balance here. I think we've been brought down this primrose path, this terrible pathway to deceit and self-destruction, this path of duplicity. And we've been we've been led here all along by process of gradually undermining America's sovereignty, our economic strength, right, and our Republican form of democracy here that we have. And you can see that most explicit, explicitly demonstrated when you look at these elections. Many, many things have been in movement and in play here. And one of the most dynamic and fundamental weapons wielded against America has been this process of breaking down and destroying the way we aggregate ballots and get valid election results. Simple as that. So nothing is more important to these globalist psychopaths in the entire world. Nothing, nothing is more important to them than just this process of making sure that they can undermine and liquidate the actual mechanical process of our republic and the way that we, we choose by our constitution to evince democracy, to make sure that everyone is represented fairly and demographically. So that's why it's so crucial that we have a census and we have an understanding of how many people are here and having illegal foreign nationals. And now we can see that there's that this process of having quote unquote immigrants, and we're not gonna be able to use that term very much uh, longer because it, this whole border situation has been militarized to such an extent that you can see now that we have no idea how many military actors are actually here moving around the general populace as if they're the public. So having military operators from overseas, from China, from Iran, and all over the place, moving around inside your populace is a simple precursor for the coming annihilation of America, guys. This is, the, this is what's going to happen. And it's far, far beyond your, your worst possible dreams because the people that are setting this up are standing on the shoulders of their predecessors, the Morgan, Rockefeller, Carnegie, Papal Knight, right? Billionaire stronghold, globalist stronghold, these billionaire elites. They're just built and they're grown into place and they're put into place in order to make sure that they can serve their masters well and perform the duty of annihilating nationalism around the world. In their minds, nationalism was never meant to exist. Nation states, the Westphalian compromise in world history was not a static and permanent state. It's something that ultimately is falling apart and that ultimately you have to understand the nature of the world for that time. There was ultimately just Christendom, which is the rule of the papacy and the Roman papacy over the whole face of the earth. And they called that religion. And anyone who didn't like it could get the spear or get the, or get uh, sent into the dungeon or you know get burned at the stake and get you know, defamed as a heretic. They tried to kill Martin Luther that way, right? Didn't they, didn't they burn John Huss that way? And they, they choke you, they choke you out and like, you know, basically like asphyxiate you and murder you and then like, then burn you, right? <laughs> if you were lucky or if you had some kind of clout, right? That was Christendom. And then, of course, that's uh, what all these Gustavus Adolphus, right? Gustavus Adolphus. You have to go back in time to the 1640s, find out that this incredible man like Oliver Cromwell, we'll just a hat tip over to Steve Bannon. Oliver Cromwell, that's right, sir. That whole entire city up just, the whole city in Washington, D.C. could just get behind me, Satan. That's right. And we need to be like 
Oliver Cromwell's army. Now, you know, I heard you. That's right. And you know what? This man right here, Gustavus Adolphus, was the most important individual because Protestantism, Calvinism, for all of its, you know, inadequacies in the, in the 1600s, was putting forth the gospel, the written gospel of Jesus Christ that had been put away by Rome and forgotten about. And they had Tetzel running around selling indulgences to, to try to get people out of purgatory, right? And, and ultimately, this reordering of the political and, and religious universe, it was bound to happen all along. It was always bound to happen because the, the Rome had gone so far astray and had empowered the Antichrist papacy to such an extent, had been so bloody that they were, they were murdering so many hundreds of thousands of people. The Inquisition chased people all over the globe like some kind of hounding, persecuting CIA murder, murder group. Right? Incredible. Even into South America, people who, who made it into South America, conversos out of Spain who might have fled for their lives, they kept records and chased them all down. You just you need to go do your history and learn. This is no game. These people who are implementing Romanism in the world are here to take the world down and bring it into universal serfdom, universal subordination underneath the, pap the Roman pontiff is to rule and to be the, the vicar of Christ over the whole earth. That's it. They don't care if they get a drooling psychopath uh, pope up there. They don't care. They're there to to shine that dude's shoes and make everyone else do it too. That's it. And everyone else who, who doesn't understand the dialectical process here, they're just going to get sucked into Marxism and communism and atheism and transgenderism, wh whatever else they can serve up for you. So you could be more free and more liberated because that's what that'll do for you, right? No, we need to remember that Gustavus Adolphus in 1648 whooped Christendom's ass. And Christendom's ass needs to stay whooped. Okay, Jack Posobiec? And of course, you know, I am proud of you you American Catholics, because you begin to now understand that you're your Pope over there and the whole office of it, but we'll have that argument later, but you're, you're Jesuit Pope over there, Mario Bergoglio, right? He should be in prison for all the stuff that he did in Argentina in the Dirty Wars, right? The Argentinian Dirty Wars. He was an Archbishop of Argentina during that whole time. And he can't tell me that Argentina wasn't the main base for where all the Third Reich, high commander, Nazi officials, and SS soldiers, Heinrich Himmler was there, everybody, they all went to Argentina and hid. And so did Hitler. Get into conspiracy theory on that. We'll put the aluminum tinfoil hat on right now, guys. Because Adolf Hitler didn't die and wasn't murdered in no bunker and didn't kill himself. That's not the kind of person that he was. Their whole plan was to ruin Weimar Germany, the Weimar Republic, and ruin it and destroy it. And that's what they did. It was asymmetrical, unrestricted warfare used against Germany. That's what it was. That's why you had Franz von Papen, right? No one can pick up on that? Okay, great. So Franz von Papen, Knight of Malta, powerful individual, elite, globalist, sycophant of the papacy, right? Worshipper of the Vatican. Gets down on his uh, left knee and takes the dagger to the heart for the ultramontane Jesuit order, right? That Franz von Papen is the one who brought that son of Vienna into Germany. And nobody could, uh, nobody knew about the, the 1820s and the, the 1850s and 1822 and the, the Congress of Vienna and the Holy Alliance. No one in Germany had read up on that a hundred years previously. So to say that Hitler loved Germany is a lie. To say that Hitler was a German it was is a lie. To say that Hitler was a nationalist is a lie. To say that Germany, that Hitler did anything good for Germany is just a total lie. He was, he was an internationalist, globalist, at that time globalist implant of the St. Leopold Society or whatever, right? Whatever, whatever their, their order of the day, uh, World Economic Forum. 
right? They had their little Klaus Schwab of the day, right? They had their Archduke Metterdink or whatever, right? They're just all into the nobility, all into the rank and file of dukedoms and, and basic monarchialism, right? That's all they're, they're not into nationalism. They're not into seeing patriots or citizens have nations. They're not into that, guys. They're here to destroy all nationalism. That's what it means. They're returning the order of the world back to papism, to papal monarchy, which is Christian domain, Christian dominion, right? That's what that's what Christian domain. And when they say that, they mean the control of the Vatican over the world. They don't mean they're not over there with Jay Dyer pointing out all the benefits of, of Orthodox faith. They never turned its system over to an antichrist system of universal war and political chaos, right? There's no high priest out of the Orthodox Church that's going to rise up and, and become the Antichrist, right? Of course, that's Rome. That's Romanism. So that's that, that's the whole point, guys. These guys are there to bring the world back to the way it was before 1648. They haven't forgotten their history. They haven't forgotten their lessons books. That They haven't got uh, hooked on fentanyl. They're not dragging their heads on the ground out in the San Francisco parks. They're not distracted by how much melanin is in their skin, walking around with some kind of weird racial hubris or racial animosity in, in their mindset everywhere they go. That's, that's not what it's about for them. They're not, they haven't gone to the Democrats or the Republicans. They, they, that's not interesting. They, they control both sides of that little situation. That's why Speaker of the House, ex-Speaker of the House, Kevin McCartney was so butthurt and thrown out. He, he was one of those papists up there with high-fiving with Nancy and the Pope and John Wayner crying together. They're all on the same team, man. That's why the, the system is so hurt and so enraged that he got thrown out. That's why Steve Bannon said that the, he was working on the, the restoration of McCarthy, right? Like the restoration of the Society of Jesus, right? It's time to restore It's time to restore the Jesuits' man back into the speakership, right? So hopefully Mike Johnson isn't that. Hopefully he isn't a Jesuit papal sellout because that's what the World Economic Forum is. That's what the United Nations is. That's what the World Health Organization is all about. It's all extending the power of the papacy under different forms and symbols and colors and signs. But it's just extending that simple universe, even the whole process of getting us into this climate crisis. We're in a climate crisis. Bring, we got to get back into being a one world government. It's just a restoration of the one world government that already existed before the Westphalian nation state said, you know, we're going to have our own nation. We're going to have our own language. We're going to have our own situation. We're going to have our own dominion, separate from Christendom over here. And we're allowed to, right? We're allowed to have our own Protestant and Calvinist and, and political ideas. And that's what that's what America was based on. That's what we pointed that out over and over and over again in the show. America was built on the idea of the Westphalian nation-state and this victory by Gustavus Adolphus, and the Swedish king, King Gustavo. King Gustav II or something. I'm not, I'm not a history. I'm not a history major here, guys. I'm not. But even history majors, they just go to the university to get spun out and confused, and, and to, to take their eye off the ball, and to get told, you know, revisionist forms of history that could just take away from how that could all really just be mythology. It's not really true. Right? It's just this anti-history. It's critical history theory. Takes it apart, makes it something else. So does evolution. Does the same thing. It's not science. It's not science to fail to explain how all this organized, complex, and sophisticated life could come into being. Fail to, to, to have any kind of possible explanation. And just refuse the obvious, clear answer. That's not science. That's not bias either. That's just insanity. These people are warped and they're deformed. That's why they all completely went nuts. They're totally insane. When they could no longer abort their children anymore, right? They're, they're on the war path. When um, we have to recognize that there is an occult agenda at hand, and that the Jesuit papacy is just getting started, guys. They're just getting started. They've got total control 
over the world, over all the organs of globalism. They have technology that we can't even comprehend. Right, they do. Just, just face it, just accept that. Look at Maui, accept it. You could put one of those things up into orbit, right? A directed energy weapon, and you could set it and forget it. Or you could set it to go and have a AI go lay out all the work that you want it to do. If you want to zap some areas, you could have that thing do it remotely. And, and how would anyone ever get a fingerprint or, you know, get, right? How would anyone ever find out that you uh, that you put it out there? I mean, these, these guys are pretty rich. They have a lot at stake. They want to clear the territory out in, in Hawaii. They've forgotten about this idea of national sovereignty. They've forgotten about that. There's going to be these little fiefdoms and satrapies, international financial power. Right, money's not going to work anymore. You're not going to be like, I'm a billionaire, I'll, I'll buy and sell you. Buy and sell is not going to work anymore. They're going to have to set up all the installations, all the structures, all the facilities, all the things that they want in place. And they're just going to get rid of the, the working class, guys. They're going to get rid of the, the labor. They don't need it anymore. It's, it's interesting that the, they'll use these Marxists to accomplish as much as they can. And then in the end, you're going to get sent to the camp. So America's collapse, the, the collapse of the global reserve currency, which is America's money, which has people who own the money that look like me, maybe you, but regardless, right? It's, it's a dishonor. We're going into banking dishonor, national sovereignty collapse, a, a, a double A credit rating. We, we don't have double A plus. We lost our plus. Now we're down to double A. Now we just go down to double A negative, right? Just keep on going down. Going to triple B plus credit as a nation, right? That's what's, that's what's coming, guys. So look around you. I mean, everyone else at other places, they're going to continue to advance. The smart cities, the technological advancements are going to continue. But here in America, we're gonna, the rust belt is going to become the rust pant leg. And you just got to face this simple reality that we have got to be who we always were meant to be. We're meant to be a people who are entrusting themselves and their nation to the idea that our lives were given to us by our creator. That's what it says. That's what the constitution says. So if you don't, if you no longer believe that anymore, then all that's going to be left for you is this communist, godless, empty control grid, this technotronic digital cryptocurrency, right? Central bank. That's the thing. Central bank. CB. Forget about the digital currency. The, the central bank digital control, right? That's what it's about over all the world now, not just your nation, just total global banking. That's where we're going to. That's why Chase had to go run off and, and, and do whatever, I guess they had to do whatever they had to do to become uh, the Bank of China, right? Of course, you know that the the Rockefellers, the, the founders of the Chase Bank, are, you know, they were Knights of Malta. Just get it, go, go look at it. Maybe they were Fabian socialists on a political level, but as far as their secret occult club and their clique and their boys who they run with, they were the Maltese order, guys. The Order of Malta, that's who it was. And Malta is a place. They have their own seat at the United Nations. They have their own money, their own passports, their own sovereign nation. What we're losing, maybe Malta has a AAA credit rating still, while America doesn't. But those guys are not a joke. Not just some kind of conspiracy theory problem for us to commiserate about. Right? They're, they're really bringing the world back under the control of the papacy. Getting us back into this place of universal serfdom universal basic income what's it right it's just going to be a giant master's manor manor house plantation right and then uh, all we all little hobgoblins we just we just run up our goods and all of our wheat and all of our milk and all the things all of our goodies that we've been able to farm out the, the, the land there the master's land right we're just we're as we go back into insolvency as we go down with the ship as we financially go bankrupt as a nation 
and many other nations follow. And these, these BRICS-aligned countries get ready to have a, something set up for themselves to use, some kind of financial apparatus and system for their, for their own, for, for a backup, right, when this, when this whole thing comes down in flames. Each of us are financially responsible and obligated to that debt that they're borrowing. And your children, got a child? Got a child, you like to hold him in your arms? Well, they're taking him by his social security debt number and they're obligating him to hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of Federal Reserve debt. So it's not silver or diamonds or gold. It's Federal Reserve notes that need to be paid back. Let's be specific. They don't take silver. They don't take other forms of payment or remuneration. They take Federal Reserve notes. And by the time your young kids are growing up, I mean, they might be indebted by millions if we're going into trillions of dollars and trillions and trillions of dollars of debt. We all have to keep driving around, waking up. There's the buzzer. Go to work. We got to keep, oh, I got to get some food. Uh, oh, I want to buy a biscuit. It's $44.99. Like everything, you right? I want some gas. It's 100 bucks. Everything's going up and up. We haven't got to where it's hysterical. We're just, we're all riding around looking at each other. Some of us have more Federal Reserve notes that we can burn on this inflation dumpster fire. But how does that feel? Does that feel good? Is that why you did accumulate all your wealth so you could just last a little bit longer in this financial debt spiral into the black hole? What are your bucket loads of uh, millions of dollars going to do for you? Exactly. But that's why Bitcoin is a thing right now. I highly suggest to you that if you have not taken the time to go set up a Bitcoin account and put some of your Federal Reserve notes into Bitcoin, then you're, you're, you're it's not going to look good for you. And you got to have that electronic gold and silver are very, very good means. But you're, you're presupposing that you're going to be able to go run out with your gold and buy some Federal Reserve notes. Like somebody's going to pay you for your gold and give you cash money, Federal Reserve notes, so you can trade and go and buy food with it at McDonald's or whatever. But the point is, is once that dollar collapses, what are you going to do with that gold? Like, where's the intermediary? You're just going to go into McDonald's with your gold and be like, please just give me something and I'll give you this gold. You know. So th this process of using independent electronic money and having it situated before they do the... Uh, before they try to railroad us into some kind of central bank digital currency with all your money. But you gotta look at this. The way I'm looking at this, they're gonna pull the plug soon. I don't see why they just don't go totally dark. I don't see why the power, the electric, the Wi-Fi, the whole system doesn't just go down. Nobody's getting gas. Nobody's swiping a card. Nobody, no nothing. And they'll get us like that and they'll make up some excuse. Who knows what the reason will be. No election, right? Can't have an election now. Too much chaos. So that's my, that's my prognostication for how they're going to handle this. And I think they want to end nationalism now. They're not messing around. They don't care how many people get hurt. They have these justifications for depopulation and saving the planet all laid out and neat and nice. So nobody can cry and complain. We already had our Black Lives Matter movement, right? That already kind of burned itself out. Nobody can complain later. Nobody can come up with another. They're going to move us directionally into this place where 27 things go wrong all at the same time. And you can see that they're ultimately going to bring society into absolute and total calamity, into race war, into political conflagration, right? It's already ramping up and intensifying all the time. And it's a downturn of the economic situation. And it's a move towards this whole concept of dealing with the wreckage that's about to take place with the concept of build back better, right? It's already laid it. That's how they dealt with Maui. Let's just build a smart city. That's what that's how they're dealing with Ukraine. Is that is that what will happen over in Gaza? Will it just be a smart city? And anybody who doesn't, who can't get a face scan and pass through their biometric data and just walk around, right? Totally controlled grid. That's the future. And so this is what they're going to try to bring online. And of course, if you have ever taken a look at the biblical context of the scriptures, it's at this time when they meet their maker, right? 
They're about to resurrect a totally ubiquitous world empire, bring everyone into total slavery, universal, absolute submission and serfdom. No one can buy or sell, says it right there. No one can transact, no commercial operations, no one can live. Anyone who doesn't get the paper, right, gets the stamp or get the assigned mark that you got to get, right, is going to die. It's not very different than when the biblical illusions with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego when King of Babylon raised golden statue and ordered everyone to worship him when they heard the music. And anyone who would not bow down and worship would surely die. So it's the same thing again. We're just back to the same artifice of the Antichrist. It's the same It's the same, like, the same foreshadowing and typology of the Antichrist that we see in Pharaoh of Egypt, that we see in the King of Babylon there. Over and over again, we can see it. We can see it with Alexander the Great. We can see this move towards absolute conquest and world power. You can see it with Julius Caesar when he accepted the title of Pontifex Maximus. Sorry, he was possessed by it. He was totally controlled by that occult throne, the universal power, and the, and the, the occult priestcraft in the background who accepted him as an absolute and total master and high priest and hierophant, right? Julius Caesar, when, when he accepted this title as Pontifex Maximus. And that's ultimately the pathway that led him to become an absolute dictator, an emperor, and break the Republic of Rome, right? It was a democracy. Rome was a democracy. It was a, a democratic process of sending representatives to the capital to represent your needs and your, your ideas and wishes for your government so that you would have input into your government and would respond to you. you know, that's, that's democracy, man. Well, Julius Caesar did away with it and destroyed that and created an absolute dictatorship, an absolute imperium in its place. The Imperium of Pontifex Maximus. And that's what became the papacy, guys. And the Senate all around Julius Caesar, the senators all around, they became the Curia. And the Curia is the College of the Cardinals. And they all wear red. And the Imperator of the Imperium, he wears white now, of course. So we have to recognize this is not a Christian church. And no Christian church has the right to have absolute dominion over the earth, like these Vatican uh, papists, the Jesuits, uh, claim to have over the whole world and over us and everything and over the environment, right? Why do they have a seat at the United Nations, right? It's, t- it's time for us to become like Gustavus Adolphus. And it's time for us to become like Cromwell, right? I heard that, Steve Bannon. I heard what you said. That's right. I respect you Catholics who have to carry on deepest faith and adherence to your religious values that your parents gave you. And when these papists and Romanists and Jesuits come and want to subordinate you into some kind of like, you know, that that's got a homosexual gay rights agenda and transgender agenda in the Vatican now, like you cannot be turned away from God to such an extent that you're going to follow the Vatican into hell. So you're, you're an American Catholic now. Let's just get over you. You're not a Roman Catholic anymore. You're an American Catholic. And carry on with your American Catholicism. Carry on with your American Catholic Church here in America, where it belongs. And put away this Roman, imperial, Jesuitical abomination from you. Okay? That's what, it looks like that's what Steve Bannon's doing. You never be too sure with these uh, these sons of Loyola. Because they all talk out of both sides of their mouth and say whatever. That's, their, that's how they're trained. To get absolute control over any pulpit, any office, any command structure. Right? That's, that's, that's what they're all about. Their process of breaking down the, the world into Jacobin Illuminati control networks has been terribly successful. They have been feeding the avarice of the globalist elite or the nobility, which is interchangeable. The nobility. You can say black nobility if you want to make it all about Italian nobility or whatever. Whatever, man. The nobility, the power, the strongholds of the royal bloodlines are still there. 
They're being fed by the Jesuit society within the Vatican. And they have absolute intention of bringing back their Christendom and their global world order of absolute Roman dictatorship, right? Under under the papal knights, under the, the sovereignty of the rules that uh, the, the knights serve. And they ultimately are going to bring back a control over the temple. It's not about bringing back the third temple. It's about having the Templars restored to their once rightful place of controlling the holy city for the Pope. The Templars were there as a military agency to control Jerusalem for the papacy. That's it. They were run off by the Muslims. Now that everything has changed. Now everybody sees things clearly now. Now the all the, the sheiks and the sultans are over there kissing the slipper of the Pope. He could have his land back. But now we have the Jews there, right? Now we have the Palestinians there. So they have to have this dialectic and have to create this absolute annihilation in that land so they can build their temple. That's how you're going to arrive at the eschatology, the eschatological keys being unlocked. And we're going to get to this this end point now where they're going to meet their maker. I'm going to be over here on my little chicken farm chilling. I'm not I'm not going to be involved with that. I'm not going to have the hook in my jaw and drag me off to some some war in Megiddo. Right? I'm not doing it. I already got the message. I'm staying out of there. But all these other ones, you can see what's happening. All these military agencies all around the region, all these Hezbollahs and Quds forces and all, right, all these Russian battalions, all these huge phalanx of uh, Chinese brigades, hundreds of thousands and hundreds of thousands, like just innumerable locusts covering the whole land. They're going to go down to Megiddo. They're going to go. They're going to try to end nationalism and national sovereignty here in America. And if they do what they did here in America, what they did to the Weimar Republic in the 1930s in Germany, they're going to get this population so amped up and excited, and they're going to turn on a, a Don. And they're going to put the dagger straight between the shoulders, right in the back of the American people. They're going to put our excable race to an end. They're going to extirpate America. That's their plan. Go back to, like we said, 1815 through 1836. Right there in Vienna. They planned it all out. They laid it all out. The secret Treaty of Verona, Treaty of Cherie, the secret councils there. These were meeting places. There is a Jesuit stronghold in Cherie, in Italy. So you got to go back and look at the the planning that they did, the nobility, all the the royalty, all the different popes and kings and princes and royal dignitaries. They all got together and they planned it out with Metternich, all all in there. It's all set to go. It's all set to go like 36 kegs of gunpowder down below the the king's parliament hall, right? The gunpowder plot. It's all set to go. We here in America, if we want to see our kids have a future, and not be slave labor Uyghur camps. That's where they're going. Call it what you want. They have perfected that system in China, and they love it. They're investing in it. They're all there. You saw it. You saw them over there with uh, Gavin Newsom all together at the dinner. Black Rock and Blackstone. All, you're right. All these, all the the kings of the earth, right? The princes of the earth. All the the absolute wealthiest and richest individuals alive. They're all with them. I don't care what happens to us. They're insane. They're insane with their greed and their power. And they can see themselves getting rid of 90% of the earth's population, right? And so they're on this diabolic path of the demon. They're already possessed and they're already drunk with the blood of the saints, right? They're drinking it. They love it. They're drunk by it. It's the blood of the saints. They get drunk by the blood, right? That's what it says. So they are not going to be able to be turned back, guys. They're not going to, these adrenaline junkies are not going to be able to turn around. They're not going to be able to change their course. They're going to meet their maker. So we need to prepare to find out the truth that the first will be last 
and the last will be first, right? The meek will inherit the earth. But let the poor say, I am rich. And let the weak say, I am strong, right? That's what this is all about. It's time for you and us to make that connection, for us to have that commitment to to work our way through this analog. We're not going to turn out to this digital era. We're not going to get the implant. We're not going to get a cyber chip in the hand. We're not, not doing any of that. We're not getting the mark of the beast. We're not going to wave my hand and turn my lights off. Oh, it's so convenient, you know what I mean? And when Yuval Harari says he's, they're going underneath the skin, we're not going to let them. We're not going to let them, guys. We're not going to let them go underneath the skin. We're not going to consent. We're not going to comply. We're going to fight back. Not just politically. Not just at the ballot only. In other ways, we're going to fight back too. Other ways we, we don't have to disclose here. Other ways that you and I, we know what we're going to do. We know how we're going to prepare to resist and to fight back. Not just going to take it. And if they have some kind of United Nations troops come to round us up, we're going to give them hell. We're not going to just lay down. And God forbid that any Americans in this country should be paid some kind of stipend and given a weapon to go around and, and round up Americans who don't want to comply. God help you. Whatever authority that you su- supposedly deem to have under Article 2659, whatever, that, that shit's not going to apply, bro. Right? It's not going to apply. Whatever supposed pretension of jurisdiction that you claim to have over others, no. Damn you. We're going to give you hell. That's it. That's not just me saying that. It's every other American who still has warm blood in their body and isn't a coward, and their and their and their testicular manhood hasn't dried up and fallen off and flaked away like some of these other individuals. So we look around to us, we call around to these different Elon Musk brother. If your your soul is online, it's not just about this realm and this void with these molecules and this energy situation. We are going to have to ultimately make an account of what we do here. You and I, all of us. So. Do what you have to do. God help these people that are harming these children, that are taking these kids who are too young to even know what the hell is going on. When I was a kid, I liked Barbie. God help me if they would have went and had my my manhood all removed and had breasts put on me and made me take chemicals and made me little and turn me into a woman. It just sounds like the worst thing that I've ever heard. I can't imagine that these young people, when they get all this positive energy from the adults, all this positive reinforcement from the adult world, all this love and energy and, and encouragement and affection, right? And it's reinforced over and over and over again. The way that you teach somebody to ch- tie their shoes, the way you teach somebody how to make their bed. You, 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 you use that parent-child relationship to manipulate a little innocent kid and, and convince them that they're a different gender and to go through his surgeries when they're a young person. That, that makes me so angry that I'm, I'm incensed. I want to claw my face and rip my fucking hair out. It makes me fucking enraged. But, hey, it's not my kids. But I have kids. I mean, this is a magic. What about when my kids have kids? What, what is going on here? No. We're going to face this revolution head on, tit for tat, and, and no amount of computer cyber algorithms is going to help them. Right? They're going to meet their maker. They're going to meet them. All right? That's what it's all about, guys. So let's uh, let's remember to support uh, wendyslimited.com, our awesome sponsor. Let's remember to support Looking Glass Forum over here with all of our projects. Looking for that uh, interview with Laura Loomer. Hopefully, she'll come through. And I know you know you're so busy. You know, when has time. And but hey, we'll see what happens here, guys. We're trying to do our best to bring the truth of American political history. We're trying to bring it back to life. All right, guys. We're trying to rekindle the revolution of the Protestant Refora- Reformation. The revolution. That led to the conquest of the Thirty Years' War, where we finally had victory over the evil and depraved dictatorship of the Vatican and the Jesuit Pope.
right, now it's time for a word from our sponsor. And as you know, our sponsor is courageously helping us to keep our show going here. So it's wendyslimited.com. Wendyslimited.com. So wendyslimited.com. Wendyslimited.com has all the hottest new styles and couture trends and latest boutique women's apparel and shoes and heels and flats and all kinds of just wonderful stuff. You have hives and honey uh, jewelry armoire. It's been a favorite lately. And we have, of course, Windsor crystal uh, lamps. I have one, uh, one in stock in particular that has been a favorite. So Wendy'sLimited.com is always open to help you get everything you need. Awesome Prada purse that we uh, saw that, that uh, Wendy's Limited just put up. So we have to think who out there wants to get incredible Prada fashion couture. You know that um, from what I hear, they're a favorite of many, many ladies out there, many women all over the place. In fact, I think you cannot find a single family member or wife or sister or aunt or grandmother or loved one or girlfriend or what have you that uh, does not love Prada purses. So if you want to be totally awesome, you have to eventually come to grips with wendyslimited.com. Wendy's Boutique Limited has all the hottest new styles and latest women's apparel, everything you need to be totally awesome. If you're a woman or if you have a, a woman who's someone that you love, and of course we all love women because they're just so awesome. That's why Wendy'sLimited.com is so successful. So go check out Wendy's Boutique. Wendy'sLimited.com is the only place to go. And we have to recommend she's been totally 100% awesome to us and generous so we are always going to be buying our jewelry fine jewelry gold gold and silver jewelry and all of our best boutique couture and designer trends are we're going to go to wendyslimited.com so check out wendy's boutique limited